Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in Christian Living Magazine. I am so excited to have my friend and longtime Christian Living Magazine supporter, encourager, and cheerleader, Don Wixom. Don, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Sandy. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. You you actually work with my uh, our sales rep, Kim, and... So I don't get to talk to you on a regular basis, but I have run into you at all different things. And every time you always encourage me and, and I just thank you for doing that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I, I laugh and I, matter of fact, one of our writers and I were having this discussion earlier this week. I said, you know, we're just like any other business. People don't call us if they're having a good day. Usually it's the, the <laughs> That's right. That's and, right. And so, you know, it's just always nice. That extra little encouragement is always nice. So when we talked about meeting today, I warned you I was going to stalk you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. And true to my word, I did. So I love in your social media, one of your favorite quotes is, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That's right. And it's so true. And you have been in real estate since 1996, this is your 25th year. Yes. And that industry... The industry, the real estate industry, I can't even speak. The real estate industry is so active and um, in some capacities kind of saturated. And so to excel as an agent, you have to care and it has to be authentic and it shows. And everyone I talk to, that's what I hear from about you. If your name comes up in a conversation, it's always, I always hear, oh, Don did this for me or Don did that for me. We have a mutual friend, my sister, my oldest sister, Jackie. Yes. And when I told her you were coming into studio, she, um, and she no longer lives here, but she said to me, oh my gosh, you're so lucky. She says, when I was in real estate, if there was one person I knew I could trust with anything and everything, it was Don. Well, that's so nice. That's, that's quite an endorsement. <laughs> Thank you. So not only have you been in real estate, but you've consistently been a top producer. I have been blessed. Yes. It's been a... Uh... Quite the run over 25 years in different markets, ups and downs and crashes and peaks and all kinds of craziness. But yes, been very blessed. I close on average about 60 transactions each year. Your title company people have to love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, they, I think they do. I try to keep them happy. That's for sure. So, but, and, you've, and you've also been a broker, although you're not any longer. Correct. You have been a broker. Yeah, for about 13 years, I owned and operated uh, Remax Advantage in Nampa. And we had 65 agents up at one point. And yeah, that was uh, quite an interesting experience as well. So now it's just kind of nice to relax a little bit and do what I enjoy the most and just take care of my clients, just listing and selling. That's so cool. You know, in reading through some different things, you know, again, it's the same level of encouragement that you've always shown me as former agents that worked on, oh, you know, Don carried me through this. Don helped every step of the way. It was, you know, so you're just a natural encourager. Thank so, you. so tell me, what are some of the changes you've seen in the real estate industry in 25 years? Oh my goodness! Well, when I first got started, um, we were just phasing out the MLS book. Oh my gosh! So the book <laughs> was delivered uh, probably a week or two after the listings would be input and then printed and then delivered to all the offices, and that was just like archaic, just crazy. So now. 
all of the information is available online. Clients have access to just about anything and everything that the agent has access to other than the lockbox and having a key to get into the house. So I used to drive people around showing them houses all the time, and that has changed dramatically. There are virtual tours and so many photos and so much technology that's available to the public. Uh, that's probably the biggest thing. I remember having a, uh, one of the old Instamatic cameras and standing out in the middle of the street taking a picture of the house, and I would take 20 pictures, and then I'd go get duplicates of, those, of that film to be developed and pick it up in two or three days and then glue those onto my flyers in color so I would have oh nice flyers. So technology, uh, amazing. I mean, just our phones in, in itself, you have the difference of GPS. I didn't have GPS when I was first starting out. So trying to know the maps and the streets and how to get around town to show people properties was an interesting challenge. Now yeah. you just plug it in and drive there. I wonder so. if our kids know what a map really is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so lots of changes. We went from the combination lockbox to the Bluetooth and, uh, you know, all the all the crazy stuff. So there's a lot of technology that's been initiated. So that's, you know, as you're, as you're talking, I, I'm, th- I'm reflecting back on, because I have been in print media the same length of time. Oh, I wow. went into okay. print media in 1996, just like you went into real estate. And at that time, we were just transitioning from the Instamatic cameras and the film for all of the ads to digital cameras. And and they were huge. I mean, it's like the old cell phones, you know, it was a brick. I've spent a lot of money on cameras over the years. And and (laughs) And now now my phone takes better pictures than any of those. Yes. I was was talking to um, someone earlier this week about if you have an iPhone that's earlier than this one, it won't take a picture high enough resolution, but if you have an iPhone after this level, it'll take a high enough resolution picture to work in the magazine. And, you know, a year ago, I was carrying a camera and a phone, and today right. I'm just carrying my phone. And we can it's do amazing. video on that. Something happened last night, and I was walking out, and I thought, this little computer in my pocket. Mm-hmm. So amazing, amazing those things that have changed. I bought my very first house back in 1982, and interest rates were so high that we did a six-year arm. Oh, wow. Okay. And even at that, we had an 18% interest rate. Right. And that's just, I mean, things have changed so much. And we had great credit. It wasn't because we had bad credit, mm-hmm. so we had 18% interest. And so I look at I look at that too today as I, as I read the interest rates yeah. and all of that. So you and I were talking before we went on air, what is the market like now here? You know, it's just so very different than anything I've gone through in these 25 years. Our inventory is extremely low. So meaning that people just don't want to list their homes for sale because where are they going to go? They can't afford the next house to to move up to in a lot of cases. So I heard somebody say that Tom Brady will be at uh, more Super Bowl games than what we have current listings in our MLS. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's a joke. (laughs) So... Yeah, I won't get on the football thing, but (laughs) (laughs) our inventory is extremely low. If we look at just a year ago, Canyon County's inventory is down 78% from February 1st last year. That's crazy. Ada County is down 73%. So there are just that fewer homes available for sale. Now, we are still selling as many homes, but they just come and go so quickly. You've probably heard so many multiple offers coming on homes selling for more than the asking price, fifty, sixty thousand dollars more than what the seller is asking. 
And there's a lot of uh, speculation. There's a lot of greed, I guess you might say, you know, not to sound too negative, but people are like, oh, well, my neighbor sold theirs for, you know, this much. Well, okay, let's, let's try something more realistic. But then you have somebody come in with cash and say, yeah, I'll pay that. Yeah. I had one in Meridian that sold uh, for 100000 more than the asking price. That's crazy. And it was a cash it- buyer. We didn't need an appraisal. There was no lender to contend with. It was just And I amazing. actually heard, have heard in the last week, I've heard of two of those. Yeah. Just nuts. Just incredible. Yeah. Who so has that just kind sim- of money? I want that. Simply supply and demand. And, you know, with low supply and the high demand, everybody's loving Idaho and everybody's moving to Idaho. So it makes our prices go up and it makes it difficult in a lot of ways for first-time home buyers. They sometimes don't have a chance to compete with conventional financing or cash buyers. Yeah. So. That's, and that's, you know, you and I are about the same age. We have adult children and it's, mm-hmm. and I, and you probably have the same thing as how, how are our kids going to afford homes right. and, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy. And, and so that explains then some of the building boom that we're seeing yes, all absolutely. over the valley. So that is what's filling the need. 75% of all the active listings in Meridian right now are new construction. So what little inventory we do have to choose from, 75% of it is new. I, I talked to a builder recently and I said, you know, what is your long-term plan? You know, not plan, but if somebody contracts with you today, how long mm-hmm. till you have a completed house? And he said, we tell them eight months. We hope it's not yeah. that long, but we tell all of our prospective builders eight months. Yeah. Used to be four to six was standard. Now it's eight to 10, yeah. sometimes a year. Yeah. Yeah. So it, way, way different than what we're used to. So with that little inventory, Homes are turning fast. Yes. But there's still those, because I, I see some that stay. So what is some of the advice that you have for people who are thinking about selling? What are some of the things that you can do to make your home more palatable, maybe? There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, I think uh, oftentimes people overlook the details, and it's the simple things, like even cleaning off the front door or painting the front door. As people are showing the house, and you're there fiddling with a lockbox and opening up, Buyers are looking around at the front of the house. So curb appeal is important. Spray off the cobwebs, paint the front door, you know, take care of the little detail on the trim if you need to. Um, Exterior siding can make a big difference. Uh, Flooring is a big thing right now. So the, that LVT, you know, waterproof flooring, very, very popular. And people just seem to love that. It's like, wow, that's got the flooring I like. And I'm going to buy that house over the one down the street. Uh, Flooring is a big thing cleaning appliances and just basically cleaning. It's I've got all kinds of fun stories about houses that I've shown over the years that are just amazingly filthy and laundry all over the floor and dirt and whatever. And it's like, if you're going to sell your car, you want to wash it, make it look sharp and clean, right? Yep. So if you're selling your house, probably one of your most biggest investments of your life, you want to make sure that it, it shines. It's it's nice and clean. Yes. You know, it's that front door reminds me of something, you know, you only get one chance to make a first, first impression. impression. And yep. if that front door, I, I did a home party plan that was interior decorating when I was in my early 20s. And that was um, our founder's big thing is you only get one chance to make a That's first right. impression. Make that front of your home shine. And that just, I was young enough that, boy, I'll tell you what, if there's a cobweb on the front of my house, I'm out there with a broom. <laughs> there you go. You know, she, she yeah. made a real impact on me. So that's, that's cool. So real estate isn't all you do, though. You have, you stay busy supporting our community 
in so many ways. I was amazed. I knew because I've been around enough and I've heard so many people is, oh yeah, I worked with Don on this and I worked with Don on that. We've both, not not together, but we both have served on the God and Country Festival board, yes, um, which is a huge impact for our community. I just, I, you probably did like I did. I just, I got, my schedule got too full and yeah. I, I could not fulfill the commitment that was needed there. And it's not a huge commitment. It's just an estimate, you know, right. a reflection on me, not not that group. So what are some of your favorite organizations that you like to help oh with or that you have liked to help with? Well, the Gun Country Festival was, was fun. I was involved with that for, I think, well over 20 years, served as president a couple of years. Um, we were instrumental in moving it from Lakeview Park to the Idaho Center. Oh, so you served with David so, Ferdinand, uh, yes, our good friend. Yeah. Yes, Dave and I have been on that board together for a lot of years. I'm a big supporter of the Salvation Army and love what they do and uh, try to do my best to support them. Boys and Girls Club, the Boise Rescue Mission, uh, a lot of those I just really try to, to support. I've got good friends that are missionaries in Thailand, try to support the LCI missions. and We have friends in Thailand things. too. That's do you? funny, yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of good things going on over there. Yes, there is. Yes, yes there is. So that's cool. That's yes, cool. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for all you do because, you know, I, and I'm sure our listeners are well aware of it, but so many things don't happen without volunteers. And there are unsung heroes. And so thank you. Thank you for that. It's a blessing. Um, I also know that, I don't know, is it a side gig? Is it a 50%? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. But one of the things I know that you do is you have I Am Focused Firearms Training. And when you and I talked on the phone, you mentioned to me that your firearms training school is based on biblical principles. So I'd love I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, well, that's just been a passion of mine. Um, obviously, I do real estate full time. That's my supports my habits and hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I love firearms. Um, it's just been a, a passion of mine over these last several years. And as I've gone through some training, I have developed. Um, the desire, I guess, to instruct. And along with that, uh, I just believe that God has given me this analogy that has unfolded with shooting techniques as compared to our walk in life. And so I'm in the process of writing another book um, called I Am Focused, and it talks about the parallels of those things and what we should focus on in life. And so as we've gone through some of this training, one of the big things that they talk about is focusing on the front sight. If you're shooting a pistol, those of you that have shot pistols know that the front sight is critical. That has to be perfectly clear in focus. The target can be a little blurry. The rear sight can be a little blurry, but that front sight's got to be perfectly clear in focus. And in my book, I refer to that front sight as being Jesus Christ. So he says he is the way, the truth, the life. No man comes under the target but through that front sight. So it's the same with Jesus and making our way to heaven. And so there's a lot of analogies and comparisons. I talk about closing our non-dominant eye and focusing on Jesus with one eye and not being distracted by all the things of this world and making two shots, uh, a controlled pair, making sure that those shots of love for God and love for your fellow man are right in place. And if you've got your target lined up, that rear sight represents life, and oftentimes we wake up in the morning and we're focused on the rear sight. You know, it's like, oh, we got to run, go do this. We got to run, go do this. But if we don't get that front sight up in front and focus on Jesus, our day can be a mess. So, as Paul says, I die daily to that rear sight and I focus on Jesus, that front sight. 
and make sure that we're on target. I love that. And, it, and you know, the enemy tries to keep us focused on that room. Oh, yeah. You know, it's the Absolutely. shiny object syndrome, as I call it. You know, yep. oh, look over here. I would be distracted by this. And, That's exactly right. That's know, one of my chapters. Did you get a glimpse at that? No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Yay. Yeah. Well, probably because both of us serve in ministry, and, and it, I, I think he hits ministry workers really hard. Yeah. Keep, keep you off balance and keep your focus not on what you're called Tries to, to distract do. us. Yeah. So what a great way, because we all learn differently. Absolutely. Um, you know, there was my, my former job. I had um, seven sales reps in Boise. I had two in Twin Falls. I had staff everywhere. And, and um, ultimately, I was over 50 employees. And that's a lot of distraction. Mm-hmm. And that was the one thing that I learned is that the enemy always tried to distract. That's and, right. you know, father of all lies. That's right. Loves to keep you. But I also learned that we all learn differently. And if I was training a new employee and I wasn't getting through, instead of throwing in the towel, I would grab somebody else that sought for a different lens. And, you know, because a lot of people are visual, some are audio, some are readers. And and so that's, that is a great analogy. You know, many years ago, Tim LaHaye came out mm-hmm. with, he co-authored the Left Behind series. Mm-hmm. And, and whether you believe that there's going to be a rapture or not, it's beside the point. The book of Revelation is very hard to understand. And it let me visualize what that might look like mm-hmm. just a little bit. So I really applaud that you've taken that with shooting and explained the word of God. What a great thing. Yeah. So so do you have an ETA on your book. I, I know you're still writing. Yeah, I'm still working on that. I, I'm probably going to be looking for a publisher this year and just trying to figure out where to go next. I've been taking it slow. I don't want to push it. I just want this to be God's thing, not my thing. And so it's. Uh, I just feel like he's given me this word and this analogy to put together, and I've shared it personally one-on-one with many people, a lot of gun guys that would never go to church, yep. and a lot of you know, good Christian friends as well. And so it's a dual audience situation, trying to take some of the church ease out of it, right? And uh, make sure that we can minister to those that, that don't have all the Christianese wording in it. And uh, it's just, it's a, it's a work in progress. That's that's part of the reason there's so many, you know, we've, we've, we've done diversified worship in the magazine before, but you know, church, I have visited churches in barns, in bars, yes, right? bar, B-A-R, yes. you know. <laughs> In beautiful sanctuaries, you know, in parks, you know, that's, God's everywhere and we everywhere. have to reach them everywhere we can. And we that's all right. have different gifts. And, and, and I applaud you for being obedient to that call because writing a book is not easy. No, it's not. I have trouble sometimes <laughs> writing a magazine article. That's <laughs> uh, so the other day I was, I, I know that somewhere in me there's a book. And the other day I came up with the title, but I have no idea what the content is. And I'm honestly a little bit afraid of the daunting task of trying to put whatever it right. is God wants me to deliver out there. So you mentioned earlier that this is your second book, and I just want to just to fill in the gaps here. Sure. Several years ago, you wrote another book in the real estate industry, and that is called? Yeah. So in 2003, I co-authored a book with a couple of other gentlemen, uh, How to Make Your Realtor Get You the Best Deal. And it was the Idaho edition. So they've tried to have an edition for each state because of the various laws in each state. So back in that day, it was early on when uh, buyer representation was fairly new. And so we were explaining how an agent could represent a buyer 
and get them the best deal. It doesn't always mean, especially in this market, the best price. Yeah. But when you're competing with 30 other offers, it's how to get you the house. So yep. getting you the house is getting you the best deal, right? So it's uh, it's an interesting thing. It's it's market shifting. But yeah, that was an old project, you know, 17, 18 years ago. And if somebody should want a copy of it? Uh, they can certainly call or text or get on my website, sellidaho.com. Okay, that's that's awesome. So yeah. I was, that was my next question is, so if our listeners have questions about real estate or about handgun training or about your book, they want to pick your brain, um, how do they reach you? Sure, you can call or text 208-880-5039. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Idaho Firearms Training. Also my website, sellidaho.com for real estate. Uh, matter of fact, we keep our all of our active MLS listings are on sellidaho.com. Yes, they are. Yeah. As I was stalking you, I found that. All 10 of them. No. Just. My, my husband's like, what are you doing? <laughs> research, honey. Research. research. There you go. <laughs> he worries. You know, when I, was, when I was selling at the Weekly Shopper, you know, it was, how often was I going to come home with a new car <laughs> or a different oh, car? Boy. It was a new to me car. <laughs> but yeah, so he's, when, I'm, when I'm looking on real estate, he's like, what are you doing? Buying a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's moving's not his favorite thing. So um, a little daunting task to pack up oh, yeah. all of his bass fishing gear. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> so, he did that before he met me. So he's got years of years of stuff. So anything that we've missed? You know, I just, I want to make sure that I give God the glory for my blessings and the success I've had in real estate over the 25 years. I look at Psalm 121. It says, every good gift comes from Father above. Amen. And, uh, I don't look to the mountains for help. I look to the Lord. He is my help. And he's just been a tremendous blessing. I, I try to be as faithful as possible, but I'm, I'm a wreck. And I just thank him for his grace. I thank him for his mercy. Thank him for his blessings every day. I love it. And, that, and isn't that true? Yes. Isn't that true? And, you know, sometimes what he calls us to do seems insurmountable. But my experience has been that he will provide you with the tools at his perfect time yep. each and every time. Amen. So, folks, that brings our time to an end for this week. If you can't recall Don's info, look for his smiling face in every issue of Christian Living Magazine. Don, thank you again for joining me today. It's been so much fun. Thank I you told for the you, opportunity. we would just get in yeah. here and have fun. Folks, we invite you back next week when we have an extra special guest in store for you, someone who undoubtedly will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers, as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com. Or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout the Treasure and Magic Valleys and in Central Idaho through McCall. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.